Hey, how you doing? Welcome to the Marky Worthington Comedy Podcast. This is episode 19 and isolation episode 5. I recorded this episode with uh, local Canberra comedian Blackjack. Good to have him on the show talking about the uh, Canberra scene just starting up and also some of the um, the isolation stuff that's going on at the moment and uh, how that's changed comedy and uh, what sort of things that we can do in the meantime. Also, uh, some, yeah, just good general conversations, sports, movies, uh, games, that sort of stuff. I'm going to be starting up um, a couple new segments on the show. Uh, so, obviously, keep sending through any um, any of the reviews, the f- online review sections um, for us to read on the show. Some funny reviews that you find online, send those through. And um, also send through uh, what would you rather scenarios and questions for us to uh, go through on the show. But also the new segment that I'm going to be adding is the advice section. Once I get enough, I'm going to uh, devote a section on the show to it. I think that'd be a fun section to do for the show. So for all of those things, send through your emails to markyworthingtoncomedy at gmail.com. And then I'll be able to uh, sort them out and put them on the show. Like, subscribe and share this episode. Uh, Helps get the word out. And uh, thanks for listening. Uh, I got a special comedy guest here today with uh, Black Jack. How you doing, man? Pretty good, man. How you going? Yeah, good, good. Good to have you on the show. Oh, it's great to be here, bro. Can't wait. Yeah, dude. Well, um, uh, you're fairly new to the Canberra comedy scene, man. I've... Had you on the stage yeah. at the basement a few times or already. Um, mm. Tell us about uh, what got you into comedy and what you, how long you've been doing it for and all that sort of stuff. Oh uh, yeah, so I've actually only like probably been doing this for the past like three four months. And like the thing that started me off with it was like, like well, I'm adopted and I, I'm from uh, America originally. And like that whole thing alone, like having white parents, you know, and like yeah, trying to, yeah, try to tell people that like. I've adopted is just like it's it's a crazy kind of thing they always go like whoa like like I'm so sorry and you always just kind of go like like kids kids like me they get adopted they're they're well off you should not be apologizing we should be apologizing <laughs> but like you know like oh, I don't know but um yeah you know like being from the states as well but like being raised in Aussie like it's just such a unique vibe because like there's things that I see like my own country do and I'm like holy oh my god oh my god that's my country like (laughs) but but, (laughs) there's like nothing i can do but it's like really it's just really cool you know like being able to kind of share my view and and then you can start a conversation really like that's why i started doing comedy because you talk about really serious issues but like and people laugh and go oh like that's interesting but then they start to think when they go home like well yeah what's actually going on you know like is this actually like the uh, the real deal or like yeah, all that yeah. stuff it's it's just great to start a conversation about it like bullying that's how you start a conversation about that you make people laugh first before you go all right like this is actually like serious you know like no one <laughs> no one really wants to really talk about like a real serious topic unless i don't know there's a bit of an edge off it you know and there's a bit of a free talking about it and if you have a strong opinion on something it's it's great to kind of push that bit because always someone else will have something to say. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, man. It's like one of those things where you just to deal with certain things, I like to put them on stage. Like I talk about certain situations on stage where like if I wasn't doing comedy, I probably wouldn't be able to talk talk about them. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that's why I like to go up and chat. like you're saying, you know, dealing with things in life and just going up there and chatting to it. Um, yeah. Man, you mentioned you're adopted. Was that um, adopted here or back when you're in the states? Uh, back when I was in the states, because it was, it was like, yeah, just over the states. It's a real quick process because mm. this is way more quicker than Australia. Australia takes two years. Like, yeah, over in the states, it takes like, I don't know. Like, I mean, like, yeah, over in the states, half and probably half a month, and that's when you're in the like stomach and all that. And, yeah, right. Like, and it's just a real quick. Like, I got adopted from birth, and it was. Yeah, yeah. It's such an easy process, and like that's why when I go up on stage and I tell people like, I got white parents, and it's just like, like I feel like a white kid in like a black skin, you know? Yeah, like yeah. it's, it's <laughs> crazy sometimes. I like, I remember once because I'm like new, new to Canberra too in the scene, yeah, but yeah. like I've been here for five years. Mm. The first time I got off like a Canberra bus, I yeah. was like getting off, and then just because I'm a cool kid, you know, I'm at school, I'm sitting up the back. Yeah, know, of so course, like, dog. Yeah, that's yeah. where. The, yeah. <laughs> and, I, I walk to the front, 
tap my card off. And then as I'm like tapping my card off, I see an African guy just stand up, like a Sudanese African guy, like so black he's almost purple, you know, like, it's, <laughs> it's crazy. And so like I'm there like, oh yeah, true, he's probably just going home. And then like he starts going the same way I'm going. And this is like seven, eight o'clock at night. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, this guy's gonna kill me. That <laughs> this, this is it. This is it. I'm dead. Like he's gonna get <laughs> he's gonna Take me wherever I go. This nigga's trying something. And then I just, like, and then he turned off to go down his street. And I was like, that's right. I'm black too. I'm, Holy shit. <laughs> freaking out just as much as I am. It's not probably worse. Oh, man. That's hilarious. So you, you, um, you sometimes like forget where you are. Hey, like, it's... yeah. And not even that. Other times I'll be real racist, like, think because I walk into a shop and then the guy's like, I don't know, they'll look at me weirdly and they'll just be like, oh, a customer but to me it's like he's looking at me like this because i'm black and he's just like he's probably thinking i'm going to steal something and then i start getting conscious about myself in a shop you know yeah, and i'm yeah. like and then the guy will be like can i help you with something i'm not stealing i promise it's just like, oh, <laughs> you're like apo- you like apologize for it although like you, you didn't <laughs> yeah. even do it yeah <laughs> yeah i had no intention to it's just like yeah what can you do but um they're like talking about that kind of bringing that up like yeah like on stage People get real triggered as well because I think we've lost the the meaning of racism. Like if you describe someone by black, like being that by saying they're black, mm. that's not racist, you know. Like it's yeah, it's like it's like I'm not I'm not gonna be like oh like there was that guy with the with the nose piercing when the noticeable thing about him is that he's fat, you know. I'm gonna be like yeah, that's, that's <laughs> like you know that's that's how I'm gonna describe it. If he's the only fat guy there, but there's like eight people with nose rings, you know, like. You, you describe people the way you do. So, like, I don't know. When someone's like, oh, blackjack, you know, and, like, isn't that racist? And it's like, no. Like, it's, I, like, it's not racist just to be like, oh, like, like you're black. It's, it's racist to go, I hate you because you're black. Yeah. That's, like, the thing. Yeah, well, it's like me, man. Like, people always um, describe me as the dude with the beard. Well, that's just because <laughs> that's the obvious feature, right? Like, you, like yeah. I, I mean... I'm also fat and have a nose piercing, but I'm the fucking, <laughs> you know, I'm the dude with the beard. The, you know, you yeah. don't need too many descriptive words. You don't say like, oh yeah, he's the, he like you can't tiptoe around it. They just say, oh, you know, he's like he's husky. He's got like a nose piercing. He wears glasses. But if you just say like, no nah, man, it's that guy with a fucking gnarly beard. They're just like, oh yeah, I know that motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, it's good, eh? Hey? Like yeah. I don't know. Look, yeah, like, it, it's it reminds me when I first brought you on stage, man. Like, I, I think I've got yeah, a video yeah. of it somewhere. I'm like, oh man, I don't know if it's like Jack Black or Black Jack. So like, <laughs> <laughs> so it's just yeah, like, man. That's, that's another thing. I hate um, I hate the whole like, well, like it's weird when when people when people call me Jack Black. Yeah. It's like, whoa, like, like that's that's like that's a proper white like that's identity is taken but like this, <laughs> yeah. one, this, this is my identity yeah like, dude I, the funniest but... thing about that name is you guys like jack black and you are like pretty much opposites anyway dude so you're like <laughs> you're like the reverse <laughs> version dude it's legit though like i don't know it's it's just crazy you know like, i i love the whole vibe about it and like when i was just little the whole story around black jack was like this it's like little like kid with freckles just came up to me and he was like, "Hi, like I know it's like real racist, but like can I call you Black Jack? Because like your name's Jack and you're black." And like <laughs> I like I will never forget that because he he was so like nice and comfortable about it, but it's like like he was harmless, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like like you shouldn't be sorry that you're trying to tip out like giving me an awesome name like that. Like that has shaped my whole life. If if I had a chance now tell that kid like you tell every black kid you see you give him a nickname bro because we love that he did have freckles man like he was a little bit a little bit darker yeah. skinned like like if you get an <laughs> if you get enough freckles man it is kind of like if it's more than 50 percent you know <laughs> oh if it's more than 50 percent you just automatically have the n-word pass like, <laughs> we, can't, we can't fight that Oh, the hood pass, man. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, I listen to a few podcasts. So I listen um, to a couple, and they're like talking about um, the hood pass and like how you have to be like you have to be a certain level of cool guy to get one. Oh, trust me, I haven't even got that yet. So like, <laughs> yo, help me out. <laughs> as you as you run, like if you run home from the bus, you don't get a hood pass because like you need to be more gangster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, like. So you know that 
see if you walk too slow through a neighborhood, they're like, oh, you must really like it here. You want to you wanna come hang out here? It's like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm going to show you my pimp limp, so you just let me walk home. <laughs> well, sure. that's the thing, dude. Like, I'm, I am I got a pimp limp because I uh, broke my ankle playing ice hockey a few years ago. If you go to America, you'll be perfect. <laughs> no. That's the thing, man. Like, I'm... I'm way too white to have a pimp limp, but I like actually legitimately have one. Like I wish, I wish that I didn't, but I, I, I'm not putting it on. It's like legit something I can't help. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm, I'm too white to have a pimp limp and I can't help it. I have to go to rehab and try and get rid of my fucking pimp limp. Before some black guys go, whoa, what are you doing there? Yeah, exactly, <laughs> man. It's a lot, of, it's a lot harder to take a limp instead of a hood pass, man. <laughs> Well, like that's that's the beautiful thing about Australia, but like Australia is that like like I try to pull that like because to like joking about your color over there is like the equivalent of like joking about like invading Australia on that day and like yeah. like that whole sense of like it's real sensitive unless you're the person that was like like the Aboriginal Aboriginals can joke about that all the time because like that that happened to them, but like when I try to joke about. Like, I don't know, like, that black culture over here, everyone just looks at me like, it doesn't matter what color you are, which is just, like, like, I'm not even mad at that. I just love the fact that, like, I have to be make more intelligent, like, like, harder jokes. And that's what I've been learning over the first three months is, like, you can't just say, ah, oh, I'm black. And everyone goes, ha-ha. Like, they're just like, yeah, we, yeah, we know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's a different sort of vibe, hey? Like, especially, yeah. I know a few of the nights that I've, like, put you up, um, you'll be the only one that sort of addresses race on stage. Like uh, some people, I know there's a few comedians that have some um, jokes in like that same realm, but like yeah. if you hit a certain night, man, you might be the only one that, that'll like, that'll have material with that kind of surrounding. Yeah. And I, I, I love that sort of thing because it's like, of course, like color isn't everything, but it's like at least half of it. It's like, it's like relationships, you know, like, Sex isn't everything in a relationship, but if sex isn't good, like, you're either going to stick around for a personality and, like, how well it can get, like, no, like, you want, you want one or the other first. Yeah, for sure, dude. It's, it's like with me, um, like, talking about, um, talking about my beard and stuff on stage, like, I wouldn't just go up there and not address the fact that, like, I w- I'm always going to have jokes about me having a beard or me being, like, overweight or me, like, you know, like, whatever's, whatever's going on in my life is what I talk about. And if that happens yeah. to be something, you know, physical, then I'm going to bring it up. Yeah, and, it, like, the th- good thing about that is, like, what I, when I was trying to figure out, oh, how do you how do you bring up to something about, like, your colour? You don't bring it up. You just say it, like. Yeah. Like, when, when you go talk to someone like just one-on-one you're not going to be there like trying to get them to guess what you're like like upset or like what you want to talk about you're just like i want to talk about my feet bro like my feet is wicked whack bro like, <laughs> it's on the bottom of it there's this weird mole in the back i don't know what's going on like <laughs> it's just a, it's just that vibe where you're like i don't know like tell me and then we can talk about it and in in comedy it's you have to really read that off people's faces. And, like, there's sometimes where I'll address the black, and I'll address... Because there's, like, sometimes I'll see, like, there's just no black people in the crowd. And mm. I just love to... It. I love that, because I just go, oh, yeah, there's snow white, right? There's yeah. fucking snowing in here. And everyone just, like, nervously laughs. And it's like, oh, I should be the one nervously laughing. Like, <laughs> like this is <laughs> bad for me. Like, but it's, it's just... Uh, it's a good vibe because when you do have another black guy in there, you just point him out and you're, that crowd work, I love that off the top of your dome and your yeah. strokes. That is like the stuff that I want to kind of get to, you know, because it's yeah, it's, it's good, man. It's an art form. Like getting that crowd work down, Pat. That like makes it makes for a better show um, if you can interact with the crowd better. Exactly. Um, it also you know, helps break it up a little bit, especially if you're an open mic and everyone's just going up and not doing crowd work. Eventually, the people kind of get disengaged a little bit. I've found that out from, like, emceeing and stuff. Sometimes you got to do a little bit of, like, callbacks and crowd work and stuff. Yeah, and you you got to let me do some MC too. Like, I feel like that would be some fun stuff. But, like, like my first time doing any sort of comedy was at the basement. That's why I want to make, like, the basement the first time I do any sort of, like... New, new stuff yeah, yeah yeah and like it was it was kind of like you know like kind of was like 
like, yeah, bro, like, yeah, just jump on up. This will be you. And then you kind of, like, gave a little edge to the, like, well, gave me a bit of an edge of the comedy has been like, yo, like, this is his first time. And it was just, it was that thing of, at first I thought everyone was just laughing because, you know, it's my first time. But then it's, it's just that thing of, like. I'm, I'm pretty know, sure, like, I'm pretty sure Kai did MC when you were up. Kai Fei, he um, MC'd one time no, when yeah, you went up. Yeah. That could have been the first time. You're, um, no, it was like, you telling me, oh, yeah, Jack work, like, you'll be up here, but not making it as, like, a, this is, like, a baby step thing. You just treated me as, like, I've, I've been here for 12, eight months. You, you yeah. didn't, you didn't give me step me through it, but it was, like, this is what's going on. And then, yeah, like, yeah, that was, uh, Kai, was it? Yeah, Kai, Kai got you up there. And isn't Kai ab- Aboriginal, too? Yeah, so, um, Kai emceed that night, I think, and, yeah, he is, he's, uh, Aboriginal, he's, um, hmm. In the deadly funny um, stuff. Yeah, right. I like I, I I love that stuff. But sometimes I get like mistaked for being like Aboriginal and like like if there's any Aboriginal listeners like listening, I just want to let you guys know that I'm like I'm fighting for you too. Like every time I like I'll pretend to be Aboriginal every now and again just to like just to like put people in check because people forget. They'll just think you're more African than anything else. Yeah, yeah. You just like if they if they assume, then you just let them keep going. You know, like just so that you can stand up. I I like the way that we run the open mics in town. Just um, being able to front up. Um, A lot of people have to message ahead of time, but um, I do keep a few. That's why I keep a few spots open for the night because I want I want people that have never done it before that don't know who to email or whatever just to rock up and that's why I still do old school posters man like I put up posters and stuff because I want people that are just cruising just to see it and come back you know yeah exactly that's like that's the best thing because like yeah not everyone's going to be like around and if like the first time I was trying to get into comedy like it was legit just drinking at the basement and then someone was like oh we do we do open mics down here and I was like wait what like no way and then they're like yeah and like pointed it out and like no way like that's that's cool and then it was just like you should come down Dude, oh, yeah, I, I miss it big time, dude. Like, how how are you dealing with not not being able to go out and about doing stuff? Uh, like this <laughs> is a bit like like a bit worrying because like when it first started, the whole not going out and about, I was like, yeah, okay, like I'm gonna take this on. But then like after two weeks, I was like, I just started like going back to my just straight up routine, and it wasn't like I didn't like I still would would wear a mask and be a bit safe about it. But then it's like like the best thing is Australia is like is not as bad. Like, I, I saw America and how well we went with the pandemic. It was... It's, and we're reopening stuff now. Like, even though our, our shit is still fucked. And, yeah. like, it's just, like, what the fuck? Australia's, like, good kid in, like, detention that just... Well, the good the good kid in class that doesn't get detention. I guess to leave early. I guess to do all that stuff. I knew that people would be safe about it. And it's, like, if you're not sick, then, like, be outside, you know? Like, because it's just a bit more... Like, I hate knocking America like this, but it's, like... Have a bit more common fucking sense, you know? Like, holy shit. Yeah, yeah for like, sure, dude. One state over in America has, like, more cases, more more deaths and cases than, like, all of Australia does. Like, it's it's unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's pretty pretty crazy, dude. Like, what, what part of the states are you from? Well, I'm from the dirty south. ATL, baby. <laughs> That's better. Yeah, what, one of the podcasts I listen to, The Tasteless Gentleman, um, yeah. Dom from that is from Texas. Oh God! And um, yeah, it's it's real it's real good, man. I, anyone that hasn't listened to that podcast, man, I reckon should check it out. It's basically pretty much what we do here. It's just four dudes that hang out and um and have a chat about just random stuff. And yeah, um, yeah I've been following them for a while, but yeah, that that's legit, man. They're based in San Diego. Oh, that's beautiful. See, that's the. The only little, like, thing I have is, like, Tex- like Texas and, like, Dallas, that place is very, like, it's still very, like, white-orientated. Like, black people can go through there, but you have to be someone to be, like, going through there. Like, yeah. like if you're Acorn, you're fine. But if you're, like, <laughs> trying to live in, like, Texas or chill in Texas, there's there's still chain gangs over there, and that's where they originate from. So it's, like, a black guy in a scary movie there, and you're not. And you're not going to be the last one out. You're not going to break the odds. You're the first one to go. Oh, you're man. the warning. <laughs> like, yeah, that's intense, man. Like, because I'm like you're saying before about the differences between Australia and other countries. Like, because I'm so accustomed to like how how chilled we kind of have it here. I don't really, I'm not fully like aware of what it's like overseas and 
like different different places to live. As, see, like that was the thing as well. Like I wasn't either until like I guess like I was. I still consider myself today to be an Aussie just because I've lived here mostly. Yeah. You know, but like I don't know. Going back to understand, I almost I've been threatened to be shot like four or five times back over there when I because I'll be talking shit to strangers. You know. Yeah, like, yeah. And you just forget that there's there's an imminent threat. You know, like there's like it's not knives, it's guns, and there's bare pepper spray that can get you from like 20 feet away like that's that's just who needs that like why <laughs> man have you seen that gnarly video of the dude that pepper sprays the bear with that mace shit after it tries yeah. to attack him oh. oh and then it stops like that stops the bear yeah no that's Holy full on man like yeah. he's fully just doing like a like filming it man he's just like all torn up it's full on yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah and that's just, yeah, that's another thing. It's like the animals over there. Everything wants to kill you over there. Well, not everything, but... And, yeah, and that's like he wants to kill you, but it's like... <laughs> like, when um, Americans say that, I just think, well, our bears are koala bears, all right? Yeah. Like, all belted black bears, all right? And they, they probably got guns, too, because they're black. That's just how it is, you know? Right? They're probably pushing on the side of the corner or the side of the cave. They don't want to start them, all right? They got territory. They got people to feed. Oh. <laughs> I um yeah like I think that Australia does it good with like our deadly animals but they're all like they're all like smaller things like they'll they'll kill you with their venom whereas it looks like yeah. in the states most shit will just fucking maul you up yeah like you can survive but you don't wanna <laughs> yeah you that's what, see that's why you gotta have that bear mace <laughs> I see now I see now you seen like, that I'm other video. Back. I seen one of this chick. She's like trying to get this black bear away, and she's like, "Go away, bear!" And this thing's this thing's just like doesn't give a fuck, man. It's like fucking yeah. around. <laughs> she's just telling it to go away, and it does not give any fucks, dude. It doesn't give a fucking. <laughs> it doesn't give a Frenchman's fuck. And yeah. um, and this fucking bear's like turning her boat over and stuff. <laughs> As if it's gonna be like, oh, okay. Since you said go away, I'll just do that. Yeah, like, I never got that with anything, you know, like, just with any other whole, like, get away, I'm armed, it's like, well, like, any anything in that movie, you know, like, oh, I'm armed, it's like, you shouldn't have said that, you should have been like, I am unarmed, <laughs> and when you, you <laughs> pulled out a gun, you should, like, hide your weapon, <laughs> you also shouldn't walk into the fucking house to begin with, you should just <laughs> call for backup, I don't get it, but it's, 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 it's movie logics, that's what I'm just... Yeah, for sure, man. Movie logic. That's the thing, man. Everyone just thinks it's, like, legit. It's like, it's, like, it's like in movies, man, where you ever see, like, in movies where people, like, jump out of a fucking moving car? Oh, my God, yeah. Dude, I fucking... When I was younger, dude, I remember watching movies, and I'm like, I can fucking do this. So one time when Dad was driving up the driveway, I'm going, he's going, like, fucking so slow, man. And I was just like, I'm going to fucking movie roll out this shit. I fucking opened the door and I was like, fuck that, dude. I ain't jumping out. Like, just looking at the ground. <laughs> yeah. I How are you meant to do that when the car's fucking in full flight? Well, <laughs> I've, always, I've always just watched movies and just like, kind of go like, well, shit. Like, that's... Because, like, I love scary movies. I love them to death. But I've only seen one scary movie where a black guy can't, makes it to near the end. And that was like... He was the second one to die. And, yeah. like, that would never be, like... Oh, that was, that was, um, that was Predator, wasn't it? Yeah. How did you know? And, like, that alone was just, like... Like, I thought, well, like, if I was in that situation, I would have done this, I would have done that. I went to Movie World in Brisbane, and they had Alien versus Predator versus you. Yeah. It was, like, two... I, I, I doubt they have it now, but they used to have it. It was, like, really cool, like, a laser tag type thing. Yeah. And, like, I was I was running, and then there was there was clearly like a predator walking around like like a guy, and then I I saw his head like above like the thing because it would be like little walls I guess, and you're running around like a, mm. a little maze, and I was like yeah I can see that guy over there I'm not gonna head over there, and then like the alien doesn't have the thing on the top so it's like creeping like it's like almost just crawling around, it sees me I turn around run forget the whole like logic and i'm like if i run into this predator that predator will fight the alien and i can get away <laughs> and then it just turns out they both just came at me i was like whoa oh fucking and i got eliminated but i was like i should really start paying attention to these movies because it sounds like these movies are smarter than me i just went straight to movie logic i was like i'll just run in the other direction and there's a bad guy over there <laughs> i just saw it, and i just i'll just run his way 
Jesus, man. Like, look, think, shit. It, it sounds like it was more so Predator and Alien versus you. Like, the yeah. fucking gang yeah. up on you and shit. Oh, I was, I was hoping for the whole, like, I don't know, race war, you know? Like, <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> just join one of them and then take out the other one then you only have to fight one at the end yeah just like, like at the start of dark knight rises man just get all the dudes to fight each other and then walk away with the cash <laughs> oh bro like that's a, that's another thing like so there's, there's a lot of times in movies where i'll think you know if he didn't do that this movie's over you know like <laughs> i don't know if you've ever watched um the departed no, no, I don't think... Oh, maybe I have. Maybe I have explained. A spoiler uh, alert. Uh, it's just like... It's like two detect. Well, one of them's a detective that's like dirty and then a, a dirty cop that's living it up, like having the good life. And then another one that's like just an academy cop, Leonardo DiCaprio, yeah. that can't get in the academy because of his family's like past, but he can be an undercover cop. So yeah. it's basically like this whole thing of they're like chasing each other the whole movie. And then in the end, he gets the guy, like he full... He's about to just, oh yeah, like turn him in, like everything's gonna go well, and then he gets shot in the fucking head, and like it's one of those endings that you just don't expect because you're like, oh, he's worked so hard to this, and he's gonna get it again, bang, and you're like, Jesus Christ, yeah, and that was that was just it, that was like, what's like that movie alone will never be forgotten to me because it's like, yeah, it was a shit ending. But it was that's the only time I've seen an ending like that. Yeah, but you let's know? be and honest, it, man. That movie came out long enough ago for me not to have to fucking say spoiler alert. If you haven't seen it already, <laughs> go fuck yourself. Yeah, like, <laughs> what the fuck? What are you doing, like? Yeah. Oh, man. Like, especially in isolation. Like, you know, I just found... Like, I finally went through, like, Pink Floyd's whole thing. Like, whole album. All the albums. Oh, legit. And then, yeah, and, like, at first I was just... Because Pink Floyd was so, like, loved through everyone. But it was, like... Like, through the white community, you know, like, like I guess, you know, black people could listen to it too. There's no problem with that. But, like, it wasn't a vibe, like, around my mates, you know. Like, we wouldn't be like, yeah, put on some Pink Floyd. We're like, yo, where's the Akon? Where's the, yeah, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That sort of like, stuff. Like, you, like don't, you, you don't see someone, like, rolling with, like, Pink Floyd just blasting out the car. Yeah. <laughs> just another brick in the wall. No, I mean, like, I, I legit... Back- I legit will do that, but you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you ever, if you're on camera and you ever see like me driving around, under, be careful because I will. If I'm in the song, I will get out of the car and start just dancing around my car, knowing at the traffic lights. Like, oh yeah. 20 do some mad ghost riding and shit. <laughs> just like, just for the hell of it, you know. But like, yeah, like if I bump into your car, don't freak out. All right, I'm ghost riding. It's going five kilometers an hour. Does your like, insurance cover ghost riding and shit? Oh, listen, mate. We'll talk about the insurance later, all right? Don't worry about it. My insurance is a good pedal. Get the hell away from that. On your bike. Fuck, man. I've got some... um, Oh, yeah, I've got a couple new things for the show. This this episode, I'm introducing a couple new uh, What Would You Rather questions. All right. I'm I'm loving this. Let's do it. Yeah, man. We got a good flow going. I reckon it's time for some some What Would You Rathers. Ooh, all right, let's go. <laughs> all right, man. We'll start it off easy. I got um, I got a um, I got one here that I've asked previously, but I'm gonna kick it into this <laughs> one because I want to hear your uh, hear your hear what you would rather do. Okay. Um, now this one here is: Would you prefer to run at a hundred k's an hour, or fly at ten k's an hour? I prefer to run. You definitely prefer to run. What would you do with that kind of superpower? Look, like, this is a lot of illegal activities. But the illegal activity I'll be doing, I'll be beating Usain Bolt, nigga. I'll be like, fuck, America's still on top. That's, like, straight up number one. And then, like, after I get all those, like, yeah, those little accolades and, like, the athlete thing, I'll just start start robbing banks. And then they'll be like, we know it's him, but we just can't catch him. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, the, can't, yeah, they can't pin you with nothing. That man, I feel like they'd probably get you eventually, maybe, but 100k, oh, was, yeah. But like, well, what yeah, at 100k, is it, but if you're like on a bike, it's gonna be like, yeah, we're gonna have to catch you. And the only way they're gonna stop me is suicide by cop, you know, like, oh, legit. Me, and then that's another story. That's another, <laughs> hey, that kind of leads me to my next one, man. What would you prefer to, um, to be famous the whole time you're alive, um, or. Would you prefer to um to just live like a normal life, 
but leave like a mad legacy. So like when you die, everyone just still like talks about how cool you were, even if you didn't have much money or whatever. Or have a mad legacy because the thing with that is, is like, like the fame during like I've seen people who's famous, they love it for two years and then like they just hate it for the rest of their lives. Yeah. It's, and like the whole public like watching you to decide your every move and then with the internet now as well, just people would just hammer you and like not to say that you should listen to them all, but. Like, yeah, it, well, it, it would take its toll. The second part of the like famous one is like after you die, no one knows you. So like, I definitely prefer to just like live like a good life, and then people still think you're a legend even after you died because you leave like a mad, um, you know, legacy. Yeah, you know, like I don't know. Yeah, and, and can can a legacy be anything? Yeah, dude. Like if you if you like build a. Um, like if you're in charge of a company and the company does good things or whatever, that's kind of a good legacy, I guess. Oh, bro, then you know I'm a Jack Daniels or Dan Murphy's type fella. Yeah, yeah that's it. My legacy. Um, I'll be KFC, actually. I just want to face, I'll be the colonel. I'll be the guy that made KFC. <laughs> Legit, man. Yeah, fucking live forever, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. I, I got, this one's kind of like an awkward one. Um, this is a new one. So anyone that's okay. been following the show, this is a this is a new one. Okay, so would you prefer every time you meet a new chick, like that, that things are going well with, before you guys can bang, you need to introduce her to like a room full of everyone you've banged, or she has to, before you guys can bang the first time, you need to meet everybody that she's ever been with. Holy shit, what? <laughs> uh, uh, I think I'd have to I think I'd have to meet the people all that she's bags because if like if it's like I just, I just wanna know my competition, you know, like so, <laughs> that would just be it. If I don't see any black guys I'm cool, you know, if I see a black guy and then it's like, you know, like but like if like, I've, I've had some crazy exes in the past, so there's cra- crazy people that are bang that are like, yeah, that I just bet there's a lot of blokes out there that just like has that one or two that's like, no one will know about this. Like, like, <laughs> still breakers, but like with women, it's like, oh, like, I'm not going to have sex with him, and I am. And then with blokes, it's like, I'm not going to tell the boys, or I'm going to tell the boys. Like, that's the, that's the deal breaker with guys and girls. That's it. Yeah, so, yeah. It's such a fucking hard question. I I reckon that um I reckon yeah, yeah that's a, that that's a new one that's a new interesting one. What would you do then? Oh man, always I I'm like you, dude. I need to know what I'm what I'm fighting against. <laughs> yeah. Like I need to I I'm gonna go in there have to have to just like do the size up. Yeah, let's just assess the comp. Right? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. But then again, it's gonna change with everybody. That's why I like that that question because everybody sort of changes their answer mm. depending on you know. What what their situation is? Yeah. Oh. Uh, all right. I got oh, this this one here. I've had it for a little while, but I haven't had um, opportunity to ask it. So this is new for the show yeah. as well. Would you prefer to uh, live a uh, low um, low budget life with someone that you that you have like a really good emotional connection with, but you don't have much money or anything like that, or just like live rich but just be alone, like you can't be with any, you can't have you can't have people stay over or anything like that. Oh, for definitely the first option, only because I'm doing that right now. But like, like the second option is like, of course you can be sad and alone, and like. You know, a good bag of coke will fix that up, but like only for <laughs> hours, you know. But like I don't know, those memories are way more valuable than money, and that's just what it is in the end. Like I don't know, it's really, it's really tough, but because it's no one coming over, yeah. Like I'll, I'll go with the other one. If, if if people can come over, I just can't be with someone and like have kids and all that. Still a rough decision, but like you know, like actually, you know what? Even with kids, I would no, I'm doing the first it's still choice. Still hard. I yeah, I want a family drug business. You know, I want a <laughs> and I'll be like, of course it comes from this guy, and I'll be like, yeah. Yeah, uh, so you, you're getting both like rich and family. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But we're still poor, you know what I mean? Like not all that money ours. We we work with it. Man, actually, that's a good segue into the next question, man. Would you, uh, I think I already know the answer based on your last one, but would you prefer, like, in your life you can only have up to three kids or you can have three million right now? No kids. Yeah, I would would take the kids only because, like, of course those kids will cost three million, but, like, like, if you train them right, like, oh, 
They'll make eight million. Man, that's a legit answer. Just like train the kids, make the money, fucking get both of them. I honestly reckon that's what my my parents were doing. No, like, listen, we could get like an average white baby, but like this black baby could go like far, you know, like be be an athlete. And so, yeah, just doing what what my parents would have done. Fuck yeah, man. (laughs) That's mad. (laughs) (laughs) All right, um, for this next one, I need to know. I haven't even asked you this before, man. How old are you? Oh, I'm 21. That's the best thing about Blackjack, you know? Like, this is the year, you know? It's like sick. <laughs> All right, so because that, that leads into the next bit, which is um, this is my final new question. Um, so this is the, the closer, I guess. You know how, like, when you do stand-up, you save your good joke for the end or whatever? I mean, I know that now, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, there you go. There's, there, there's, that's what I do. I mean, it's totally up to you. Yeah. Um, quickly speaking of stand up, we we're talking before about um, about you know introducing girls and stuff like when you first when you first want to bang or whatever. Yeah, you you got a couple of really good bits about similar stuff like that that are online. Um, do you care if I share that on the page of or course. anything? Yeah, yeah, for no, sure, no, dude. Please. Yeah, so um, for anyone that wants to like check out some of Blackjack's stuff, man, just relation to that last one, man. Um, check out my Facebook when this episode goes up. I'll put up a few videos and shit. <laughs> And I also have just like real quick, just have black at blackjack comedy on my Instagram. Like follow me on that as well. Just started that back up. Oh That's fuck good. yeah, yeah. We'll do some mad plugs at the end, man. I just wanted yes. to uh, get that call back in there while I thought about it. Of course. Um, but yeah, are we ready for our fucking final question, man? So you're 21 uh, right now. So the yeah. the question um, relates to your age. So would you rather live for another 20 years? All right. So 41. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you look sixty from today, <laughs> or yeah. live to be a hundred, but you look a hundred now. I'm gonna have to go with like live to sixty because like so living to a hundred for one, no two. I'm like Will Smith, so like I won't age that much. It's yeah, all good. Yeah. So you just take the twenty age. years. You just take the twenty years. You look sixty. Fucking just pound it out. Yeah, well, like really, when I'm looking sixty, I'm looking like forty. But yeah, like <laughs> uh, you seen Jordan? That nigga, he's aged like five years in the next forty. You know, like what is? You seen that, that documentary, dude? Yes, have I seen that yes. documentary? He's oh, looking that fucking is... fly. <laughs> <laughs> he's got yellow eyes, dog. Like, yeah, he's, he's got like wino eyes, dude. You know that, like when you're <laughs> when you're on the fucking sauce and you just get like those fucking cloudy eyes. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I just like love it because like the most like the memes that come out are so accurate with it because he, he just took everything personal. Uh, like that man was a betting man too. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I I, don't think about Jordan until I've seen... The, like, when I picture Jordan, I still think of fucking Looney Tunes and shit. Like, when I... <laughs> <laughs> until i seen that fucking, like, the memes and stuff. I was just yeah. like, damn. Now now it's like... We were, we we're talking about the uh, questions before, you know. If you live, live a quiet life or die a legend, man. Like, yeah. if I didn't see those memes and shit, I would just picture he still looked the same as fucking Looney Tunes, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, like some '90s Jordan, you know. Oh, dude! Like, I don't know, man. Like that hearing after, like, oh, like everyone's heard that he's won like the six championships, and like, I don't know, watching it from like a different because that man Jordan has like, uh, surely like over like a hundred just documentaries about him mm. and like, uh, like just what he did, and like I just don't get how like someone. I guess it's just because of how great of a player he was that they just recreate such a great, like, a documentary every time. And, like, like when David Aldridge ca- came on, I was like, bro, like, this guy is most hated on 2K. I love my 2K, and, like, that guy just gets skipped every time. <laughs> so I was like, well, <laughs> listening to him for the first time, like, finally, after my, you know, like, I don't know if you've ever played 2K, but there's, like, my career. Every now and again, when David Aldridge talks about your guy, you'll stop to listen to what they have to say, but... Yeah, dude, that's that's the fucking thing, man. I'm like, I'm too white to even play 2K, dog. Like, I can't fucking even, I can't even, like, I'm a 5'7 white boy. Like, I can't do shit. <laughs> but I do hear that uh, you mentioned before that you you play basketball as well, man. Yeah, I know that. I am like, I am the biggest shit talker because Michael <laughs> Eck, like, has shown me so much. And even Draymond Green and, like... Like, Magic Johnson is telling me, like, the mental game and, like, you don't need, like, you actually, you could come in there. If you have a good talk, shit-talking game, you don't even need to have skill. You could just be the guy that just, like, 
that just hypes up your team and like I I consider myself the king of the paint, you know. Uh, yeah, but, fuck yeah. Like going I mean, with the magic approach. Yeah, dude. It's like <laughs> I was like, um, I seen, uh, I was watching West Coast Customs and they built a car for Shaquille O'Neal. Oh, no way. It was fucking insane, dude. So, like, they get, like, a Jeep, they took out, like, the front seats and put them in the back and then just made the doors bigger. So, it was, like, a four-door that they turned into a (laughs) two-door. That that, that does sound like something for Shaq, then. Like, you seen the man, like, that guy, like, everyone's like, oh, he's a refrigerator. No, that nigga is, like... He's like a house, like, it's like a little big door that you just can't open. You know? like, oh, shit! It's like someone someone described Mike Tyson as a refrigerator that throws punches. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! He's calmed like, down now, I, though. Like he, he, Tyson, he's coming back. He's he's fucking still gnarly, though. He's still got it. Yeah, and like I I don't care who you are. Like I don't care how much money you offer me. Like. Like, I'm not getting in the ring with him. Like, like nah, that's just dude. a painful death. Yeah, legit, though. Like, you just fucked <laughs> up. Oi, did you see the, um, they announced a fight for next year between, um, the Mountain from Game of Thrones and fucking, um, and, uh, Eddie Hall, World's Strongest Man? What? The, are you serious? Yeah, legit, the man. Mountain Eddie, surely Eddie Hall takes that, right? Like, you're an actor. I, I don't know, actually, like. Uh, like he was... No, no, because like Thor's a fucking strong man too. They're both fucking. Yeah. They're both fucking big boys. I'm interested, man. I I know like I know the mountains got some serious fucking height advantage, man. But I'm fucking keen because I know Eddie Hall's a fiery motherfucker. So yeah, yeah. So that's uh, that's just gonna be like one of the great fights. When's that scheduled? Oh, uh, it's not scheduled until like I don't know, like fucking September, October next year. Yeah, it's in Vegas, <laughs> dude. Like I I shared the shit like on my page, dude. Like it's I was just like. Um, on the poster, it was like the heaviest fight ever. Oh. Because like, they're both coming in like just under 200. I think like 180, 190 kilos. They're going to have to like double wire that fence. Like that's in like reinforced. They're going to have to get proper steel for that bitch. That's going to be a rough time. I, I reckon honestly though, like it'd be so hard to keep the fucking cardio up, man. Because I, I like did... I did like boxing for a little while, and um, that shit all just fucked me up, man. Like, I, I just don't know how you'd do it being that big, trying to keep the cardio yeah. going. Oh no, no doubt. Like, I used, I I tried to do boxing, but only for like, like uh, like for fitness at first. But then I got into it, and like, just like the pure like, I guess that's where like the mental side first came in because I just got like fucked up in box in, in boxing to start off with, and it was all because I just let it get in my head, and it was. I thought, like, you had to take it a bit, like, personal, but, like, in, in the end, I wasn't Jordan, so, like, taking it personally just did nothing besides <laughs> yeah. anger and revenge, bro. Yeah, look at you. you. You're, like, saying you don't know shit about comedy, dude. That's, like, you didn't know about, like, um, you didn't know about putting the funny shit at the end, dude. That's, like, fucking straight up. That's, like, a callback there. You yeah. just got all, oh, the, been... all, the, all the fucking comedy terms going. Luckily, luckily, I've been studying up a bit because, like, the, the callback is what I live for. I love that. I love that shit. The loop, you know? You just yeah. Look back and you get going. I think that one of the best callbacks I've ever seen in the Canberra scene was um, a comedian called Frankie McNear. She's uh, in Melbourne now at the moment, but... Um, yeah, she, she did a really good set. Um, she usually comes back for the comedy festivals and shit. So like, yeah, if you ever see her out and about, man, fucking mad callbacks. Yeah, no, I love to pick the brains of like all the comedians here. Like, because it's just like, I'm still new to this. I'm still trying to learn and like, like just like understanding how like you you can construct a joke just from like nothing. It's just like, it's. It's godly to me. I I, I can't believe it, you know, like... Yeah, dude, well, like, I, I just talk shit, man, and sometimes it fucking works. <laughs> um, yeah. But, yeah, dude, there's some, like, some fucking good comedians. Like, Kai's one of my mentors in the scene, um, yeah. and so is Bill Macon. Um, and then you got, like, even you guys, man, like, Ross Yeoman hasn't been doing it for long, and he's fucking good, man. Sometimes it's um it's hard to get on a like a, a good setup. It's like man, we've like I was saying, all the uh, all the fucking rad comedians in in the scene. It takes time to like get good at writing shit and like working out. That's why we go to open mics and fucking like yeah. work on stuff because 
It's not all going. It's like I say, man. Like they can't all be fucking gems. Yeah. That's how. That's how it works, man. Sometimes I'll go up and I'll try something for the first time and it fucking goes well and I'm like, holy shit, that that went pretty good, man. And then sometimes you just like fuck. Like I get stubborn sometimes. If something doesn't work, I'll just keep trying it. Although like it, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. I just keep fucking doing it. And then one day you'll just find the right way to fucking tell it and it just works. Yeah, I, I love hearing that because that's the thing, you know. Like I'm, I'm still working on that puberty blockers joke, but it's like, like yeah, like you just got to find the right word. Yeah, man, it, it's like sometimes it's hard to sell a sell a joke if it's you know gets on rubbed the wrong way or whatever. But eventually, man, like you can you can make make stuff work and fuck it. Like if if you think of it and you think it's funny, bring everybody around to seeing it how you see it and realizing it's just a joke and fucking like how how to make light of it and shit. So. Yeah. yeah, and I find that's like the best way taken when you when you first like make a joke about yeah yourself. Like, it's it's always an easy walk the way out, but if you can make an intelligent joke about you, your heritage, and like like I don't know, like a current situation in in the one, it's like like you're pure gold then. And yeah, it's it's just I don't know, it's such an art that I can't get around yet. Oh man, it takes fucking time, dude. Like I I honestly think that like anyone that gives it a shot and keeps coming back, man fucking deserves to get good things if they keep working at it fucking keep going exactly that's, that's it i've been trying to just like do some skits at the moment it's just yeah. really rough because it's like i don't know with this pandemic but even even with the pandemic there's a lot of like i was gonna do a fight actually last week at kfc because i wasn't standing on my little spot and like the best part was that, like i was losing this argument this old guy was like get back you know like you're gonna make us all sick this and that and like i was like oh shit i'm sorry and he's like get back boy and then as soon as he says boy it's like racist like, i'm like ah we just call me boy then everyone make that little turn like ooh, and like it's the best to think like people like oh you fucked up like <laughs> and like there, there was this fucking doesn't matter what we were saying before <laughs> Well, Sorry, like, what, what so I remember this thing from TV like years ago. There's this um, there's this TV host. His name's um, Bert Newton, and um, yeah. yeah, so um, he's there and he's like, he's doing like a TV thing, and uh, Bert Newton goes, "Oh, I like the boy," <laughs> meaning meaning he just likes him as a guy, right? But he said, "Boy," and then yeah. he's trying to move into the next bit. Just goes like, "Did you say boy or Roy?" <laughs> <laughs> and fucking um and uh Bert Newton's like fucking like scared as fuck dude because he's like this is like some like fucking mad ass boxer dude right yeah that will just like wear one clean like take his jaw off yeah it's just like dealing with his fucking heavyweight boxer and and he looked actually pretty chilled about it like he was just like he knew I think he knew the intention of it yeah. um he was just like it was pretty funny, yeah. But anyone should look up that that scene, man. It's like, it's just funny to see like Bert Newton's fucking response to that. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. So good that, way of handling it too, because it's still a funny way, but it's like a, I don't know, it's like a yo, <laughs> yo. <laughs> yeah, he just like pulled him up. Um, <laughs> but yeah, man, it was like, um, what did I see the other day talking about like heavyweight boxing and shit back to like, um, the Eddie Hall stuff and, and uh, Thor. Um, but I watched uh, a documentary called, uh, Dogfight. Um, yeah, right. On, I on, saw a little bit of that on, like, I saw the trailer for that. Yeah, dude. So. It's got, um, it's like got Kimbo Slice on it. Yeah, it's fucking gnarly, man. Like, it just, well, it's mostly about this guy called Dota Five Thousand, which came from like street fighting and shit, and yeah. went into oh. MMA. But yeah, it's fucking good, man. I, I have to rewatch it again. I think just so I can pick up on any bits, man. But I fucking yeah. love Kimbo Slice. It's like he he died a few exactly. years ago, and it didn't really get much attention because he died around the same time as Muhammad Ali. So it didn't really, yeah. like, it kind of overshadowed it. Yeah, it was a real shame, like, because yeah. He, he was great, like a great fighter. I, I seen a UFC, like behind the scenes UFC thing where they had Kimbo on there. Yeah. And they're trying to show him how to do like groundwork and shit. And he's like picking it up super quick. And they're just like, holy fuck, this dude's learning fucking quickly, dude. <laughs> Isn't that like so scary? Though? Like when you just see someone that like is already at like a really high performance of their game, just learning something else really quick. Yeah. Like, well, like, yeah, and that's a, a, another thing. Like, a Kimbo Slice got into the UFC late. Like, he started that stuff from his backyard. And then, like, like, first of all, like, the black people, it's like, 
Like you'll never get to the UFC. Like if you if you can beat anyone half as you as that guy, if you can just win a backyard fight, you're you feel like Kimbo Slice. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. it's just like the best feeling. And like, well, that's just with anyone. Like, that, that, that doesn't matter what color race. Like, everyone knows Kimbo Slice so it's back. And like, if that guy, if I ran into that guy on the street and he was like, "What's up with you?" I will just start dropping things until he started picking up things that he liked. I was like, what you, <laughs> shit, shit, don't punch me, don't punch me, please. Like, oh, fuck, fuck, yeah, that's full on, dude. Like, it, it was a it was a fucking good little doco, man. Um, yeah. But, yeah, we'll get some plugs underway. Thank yeah. you for having me for one, first of all, because I really appreciate that, Marky. Like, oh, thank brother. You for yeah. Me back, bro. yeah, fuck, yeah. Thank, thanks for dropping into the show. Like, the format I've been doing at the moment is I've been having, like, um, local comedians on. And then, uh, like, the last few shows I've just had, um, like, I had, I've had i had two shows so far with um, some of my mates on the show as well. Jackie Taylor. Yeah. That was a great one. Yeah, really dude. Yeah, the zombie one, man. He's fucking good. Yeah. He, yeah, he, no, he's, he's a good dude, man. Um, I've, like yeah. you probably heard in the episode, man, I've fucking known him for years. And uh, yeah. I'd like to do more stuff with him. I've got, like, a couple segments that I'm thinking of working on him with. Like I was saying in the episode, we got, like, that gaming stuff as well yeah yeah um, too. yeah but yeah anyway man fucking thanks for being on the show and having a mad conversation and no, thank you for having me yeah and i'm uh, getting for a couple of the new what would you rather's giving us a mad spin on them <laughs> yeah like that i don't know how i feel about those answers now but i'm gonna i'm gonna stick with them man of my word and that's why i got you on man because i i fucking <laughs> i know you're a man of your fucking word <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> oh man <laughs> All right, but yeah, um, you mentioned before you have like um, Instagram that you use for your comedy as well. What's that? Yeah, Instagram, just the uh, Blackjack Comedy, and that's just over on Instagram. It's just started up, so like, don't forget if you haven't done anything yet. I'm gonna start uploading videos regularly, where it's just like maybe once a week or once a month. But yeah, thank you for having me, man. And like, we gotta do this again for sure. Yeah, for sure, man. I'm I'm keen. I always like to get people back after they've been on. You know, now everyone knows a little bit more about you. We'll be able to get you back and do some more. We'll wrap it up now, man. I'll. Uh, yeah. Thanks for being on the show, and we'll catch you next time. Yeah, I'll, see, I'll catch you later, Marky. Thank you for having me. Cheers.